This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. There have been many highs and lows throughout this 2023 MLB season. Many more highs than lows, I do believe. But the lows really stand out because they were prominent news stories that everyone was watching, regardless of where you lived or your favorite team. Let's start with the San Diego Padres. With Xander Bogarts, Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Fernando Tatis, Blake Snell, Hugh Darvish, Joe Musgrove, Josh Hader, the Padres were poised to make a run in 2023, but it just never happened. Inconsistencies, injuries, coming up small in clutch moments, word now that there's a rift between the general manager and the manager, it all took its toll and nothing really went right for this team. And now they head into an offseason with some key free agents and question marks about their direction. And speaking of wondering about the direction of a franchise, the New York Mets. After a 101 win season in 2022, expectations were that plus a World Series run. But very early in the season, we realized that wasn't in the cards for this Mets team. And by June, fans started to come around to the idea that it wasn't going to happen this year. One month later, the organization singled as much as they traded away Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander and other key components to the 2023 team. One team that could have used Max and JV were the Cardinals. St. Louis has finished in the top three of the National League Central every year since 2009. In fact, since the turn of the century, only two times have they finished outside of the top three. And this year was set up to be another successful season in Oliver Marmel's second year as skipper with Arenado and Goldie back and Jordan Walker breaking camp with the club and Nolan Gorman looking like a bona fide slugger. But this team struggled to find any good pitching. We're talking bottom five in the league for the majority of the important pitching categories. And it was clear right from the start with the 10 and 18 April, and it never got any better as the season wore on. And speaking of teams that have a history of being in the mix, the Yankees. Every year, it's World Series or bust for the New York Yankees. And 2023 was no exception. After locking up Aaron Judge long-term and agreeing to terms with key free agent Carlos Rodon, but Rodon got hurt and couldn't get on the field until July 7th. And even then, he wasn't good. Aaron Judge hurt himself smashing his foot into the base of a wall, crashing into and through that wall in Los Angeles. Anthony Rizzo with dealing with a concussion. And long story short, 
no playoffs, fighting to stay above 500. This Yankee season goes down as one of the most disappointing in recent memory. And one of the teams that had the most disappointing seasons, because it could be setting up a decade of disappointment, was the Angels. Nobody expected the Angels to be a World Series contender this year, but a playoff team seemed like a realistic expectation and a necessity if they were to have a chance to re-sign Shohei Otani in the upcoming offseason. This couldn't have crashed and burned more spectacularly. Trout got hurt, came back for one game, got hurt again. They bought at the trade deadline, then sold at the waiver deadline, pieces they had just acquired a month earlier. Otani came down with a UCL injury and then an oblique injury and then left before the Angels had a chance to make an announcement to control the narrative. Hard times are ahead for the Angels and their fan base. And one team that seems to be stuck on hard times are the Chicago White Sox. It was Tony LaRusso's fault, right? Wrong. Pedro Griffal in, and this Sox team became one of the worst teams in baseball. Despite Luis Roberts' best season in the bigs. They couldn't pitch. They couldn't hit. They couldn't score runs. The recipe for a losing season. Even their ace, Dylan Cease, has had such a bad season that now... Maybe he's not a good pitcher. There is a ton of talent on this team. And to get none of it out of these guys is a disgraceful job by everyone involved. The front office, coaches, players. And when we think about disappointing players, there are many that grabbed that grim spotlight of disappointment. Alec Manoa, first and foremost. Conversations about his weight loomed large at the start of the season, and whether that was an issue or maybe he just couldn't get used to the pitch clock, Alec Manoa had a disastrous season, a 3-9 record, a 5-8-7 ERA, coming off a Cy Young-level performance in 2022, but it didn't stop there. In August, he was optioned to AAA Buffalo, but didn't show up for two weeks. And then when he did, he didn't pitch. As 2023 winds down, it's not clear if Manoa has a future with the Toronto Blue Jays. And speaking of not clear if there's a future, we have a couple of players here. The first is Julio Arias. On the field, it was an inconsistent and certainly down season, but that's not why he's here. He's here because of what he did off the field, specifically toward his wife, being arrested and charged with a domestic violence felony. His second arrest in the last four years with a similar offense. His career could be over. And speaking of careers, it could be over. Wander Franco, we arrive here with Wander. He had a legendary future ahead of him. All the talent in the world. But in August, social media posts alleged a relationship with a minor. And shortly after that, an investigation started. He was placed on administrative leave by the Rays. Only a few more days would go by before another minor would come forward and allege a relationship with Wanda Franco. He's looking at real trouble with real consequences, and we may never see him on a field again. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Domingo Herman, from sticky stuff to perfection to a problem in the clubhouse. As it is, he was on a short leash with some in that clubhouse. And with that fan base stemming from a 2019 domestic violence suspension, the latest member of the Perfect Game Club grew belligerent in the clubhouse, smashed the TV, confronted the manager, and who knows what else, in an epic tirade before a game that he was supposed to start. Shortly after, Herman entered alcohol rehab in what can only be hoped as something that will improve this man's life and get him back on track. Speaking of tracks and getting off tracks, Anthony Rendon. Remember that altercation with a fan at the beginning of the season? That was the most screen time that Rendon got all year. Mr. Grab the Money and Run, who is now four years in with the Angels and just cannot stay on the field due to injury. And even when he's been on the field, the performance has been poor. Anthony Rendon, Angels fans are counting the days. I believe they have an advent calendar counting down the end of that contract. We have Jared Kelnick finally starting to look like he was getting it at the major league level. That was until July 21st when he decided to take out his frustration on a cooler and broke his foot. Nothing will hurt your value more like missing your team's hottest stretch and not contributing to it. Now, those disappointments had more to it than just on-the-field performance. Let's look at the players that strictly disappointed us with how their 2023 season played out between the lines. First up, it's Chris Bryant. All we can say is that the poor Rockies must have gotten duped. Coming off a bounce back in 2021, a nice run with the Giants. He hasn't been able to stay on the field. In 2022, played only 42 games. In 2023, he's been the same. 73 games as of recording. He was done in by a left heel bruise that kept him out for a month in June and a fractured left index finger that kept him on the IL from July 25th until the middle of September. Maybe a third year will be the charm for the Rockies and Bryant. And speaking of needing next year to be the bounce back year, we've got Carlos Rodon. After signing a six-year, $162 million contract in the offseason, Yankee fans were immediately feeling buyer's remorse after Carlos Rodon was not able to start the season for the Yankees. Dealing with back pain that just wouldn't get better, he finally took them on for the first time in 2023 on July 7th and lost and lost again and again. He'd go one in four over his first five starts with a 7-3-3 ERA before he was placed on the IL again with a hamstring injury that kept him on the shelf until August 22nd. All the while, the Yankee season was circling the drain. Safe to say that a healthy Carlos Rodon might have been able to keep this team afloat. Next, it's Tim Anderson. 
The White Sox, again, were a disappointment in 2023. But unlike in previous years, Tim Anderson, who'd been someone the team and the fan base could rely on, completely disappointed this year. A career 738 OPS, he has posted 598 as of recording. Typically, someone who can deliver 15 to 20 home runs has hit just one over 115 games. I don't know if the situation there with the White Sox is taking a toll, if it's been that he's trying to encourage the White Sox to not pick up his option or what, but the 2023 season has been awful for Tim Anderson. And speaking of awful, Sandy Alcantara. After winning the 2022 NL Cy Young, Sandy appeared to be set up and ready to be a top-of-the-rotation ace for the Marlins for years to come. But 2023 didn't follow the script. Sandy had an ERA north of five after his June 21st start against the Blue Jays. And despite better months in July and August, he's still carrying an ERA over four. This for a guy with an ERA of 228 the season before. The Marlins have gotten through the struggles, but just imagine the season they could be having if Sandy was pitching at that Cy Young level. And speaking of Cy Young caliber pitchers that just aren't doing it, we've got Aaron Nola. Aaron Nola is a leader on this Phillies team and someone they rely on to compete in the National League East. And heading into a walk year, you would expect Nola to maybe give you a career year. Instead, it's been quite the opposite. Only twice has he won back-to-back starts this year. His 4.62 ERA is nearly a run higher than his career norm, and his K rate is at the lowest it's been since his rookie season. He's given the Phillies front office all the ammunition they need to let him walk via free agency this year, something that was unthinkable after last year when the fan base wanted an extension to be worked out. After this, he could very well be pitching for someone else in 2024, and that's disappointing. And of course, disappointing are the injuries. Jacob deGrom, Max Scherzer, Shohei Otani, McClanahan, Rasmussen and Springs from the Rays, Hugh Darvish, Felix Bautista, Nestor Cortez, Joe Musgrove, there are many, many more. But the pitching injuries again in 2023 reared their ugly head. Many want to point the finger at the pitch clock, and if you want to do that, that's your prerogative. But the injuries to the pitchers in 2023 certainly add to the list of disappointments.